two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Now more than ever, we need to keep families safe, supplied, and connected in their homes. Each year, the Home Energy Assistance Program by Impact Community Action helps over 20,000 Franklin County families prevent energy service disruptions, restore disconnected services, and secure seasonal energy supplies. HEAP can help your family keep the lights on, the heat warm, and your home energy supplied. Visit impactca.org or call 866-747-1038 to make an appointment. What is up, bruh? What's going on, Saucy Balls? I am watching uh, Unforgiven 2000. Unforgiven 2000? <laughs> I believe, hold on. Yep, Unforgiven 2000. I'm trying to think what month of the year that is. Was Ooh. that uh, October? You know, I have no idea. I don't think it says that in the description here. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot they categorized it on the network by the title not chronologically. Yeah. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah, right now we got the Acolytes versus uh, Right to Censor, I guess. I just started paying attention. It looks like oh, man. It looks like Right to Censor. They all got the uh, white collared shirts, you know. Yeah. It's absolutely Right to Censor. It's Val Venus and the Godfather and... The Good Father. The guy, exactly. The good father. <laughs> uh, I love how cheap that name, the name change was. Yeah, but that rules. He went from a pimp called Godfather to a uh, born-again Christian type of guy called the good father. Yeah, but I'm 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 in complete support of that one, though. Are you? Oh, yeah. I like that kind of writing. I like now, the good... Val Venus keep his name in right to censor? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what this other guy's name was. Like, Even Richards. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The other, there's another guy. There's like a balding guy. A balding guy? Yeah, just like a balding white guy. He's pretty big. And this oh, is... Oh, uh, Bull Buchanan. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then uh, we're missing uh, the chick. She's not here yet? Ivory? Yeah, Ivory. She, maybe she had her own match. That's true. I, Ivory's badass, though. Ivory was great in this role. Oh, she was perfect for the role. I don't like, I, I don't really, without Ivory, I don't see right to set, well, the other guy, of course, but I really liked Ivory's role. Yeah, she, she was, she was a pimp into Jordan. 
If yeah. Steve Richard was Michael Jordan of right to censor, yeah. Ivory is definitely Pippin. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why I put this one on. I just I'm in a different location during these uh, late night pods. Oh yeah, where you at? I'm on the main level in the living room. Oh man, like a boss. Yeah. Because uh, the boys' room is right next to the podcast room. Oh yeah, you don't want little buddy being waken up by my rants and raves or yeah chuckles. Yeah, so, so yeah, I just threw on a little network action and just picked this one randomly. That's awesome. But, uh, that was oh, a great choice. 2000 was a hell of a year for wrestling. Yeah, and did I tell you that this is, apparently this is a uh, triple threat tag match. Did I tell you that? No. Or no, it's not. It's like one of, okay, gotcha. It's four on four. My bad. Oh, an eight-man tag. Eight-man tag. It's it's Acolytes and, uh, and, uh, the... The the uh, Dudley Boys. Oh, nice. I, I this is getting relatively close to the era where they switched over from Acolytes to APA. I want to say they're known as the APA at this this point. Well, there that's interesting because uh, Jerry and uh, Jim Ross, that is of course, uh, announced them as the Acolytes. But the I knew they switched over sometime in like 2000, 2001. Well, the, but it's one of those names that always went back and forth. Yeah, because the jumbotron still said AP or said APA. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, it's money in the bank, Jeff. It is money in the bank time. Yeah, uh, no, no fools this time. Nope, it's confirmed uh, Sunday, Mother's Day Sunday. Way to celebrate Mother's Day. Yeah, they're on a wrestling pay per view. <laughs> uh, or you could even buy it. You could even. I wonder how much uh, wrestling pay. Are they still like sixty dollars if you order it through cable? Even if it's. I believe, I believe so. Yeah. yeah you could pay sixty bucks for a crowdless money in the bank. Uh, but oh, like during the COVID, I have no idea. Yeah, I guess it's the same price. Yeah, that seems awfully steep. Yeah, oh, it sure does. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got Money in the Bank, so that's exciting. I'm excited about the main event like everybody is. God, you, you watch these old matches, you get so jealous of the crowd. Yeah, the crowd is insane <laughs> during these times. It's just, it's it's so much different. Like, How are you getting along on the... Uh, on the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, on the weekly wrestling. It's usually one show is easy to get through and one show is hard to get through. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have adapted. Because <laughs> WWE is trying different shit. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, it gets hard during the, uh, during the, middle weeks, like when they're brewing stories and shit, and doesn't seem to be brewing fast enough for you liking. But the go-home shows? Oh, I'm all about the go-home shows, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't know if I've fully adapted yet. No? No, I... You, you, you sent me a text earlier this week, to, and you seem kind of frustrated with the uh, crowdless aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely... Uh, well, I mean, I'm not like... I understand everything, so it's not like I'm 
frustrated. I mean, it's insane that it it lasted the entire time. Like, it never shut down. Yeah. It never will. He's just yearning for the crowd to be back. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like I'm frustrated, but yeah, it does. It just sucks, man. It's, It's a lot harder to, like, I don't want, like, I don't have a a yearn to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? Most of the time it's just like, oh yeah, I'll watch Raw. But it's not like I was excited, you know, to get to Raw. I'm excited to get to Money in the Bank. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, I, the, the cinematic matches I think is the only way to go. And since it's probably going to be that, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the one bright spot about this Money in the Bank. If, Oh goddamn! That's I, I'm not even gonna make that that allegory. <laughs> uh, but I mean, under these circumstances, this is probably the spiciest way they could, you know, keep our attention. Is just let's just have a fucking free for all. Unlike the boneyard match, we're actually giving you details. You know what's gonna happen, but you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's just uh. Yeah, you gotta make it like a movie, man, because the crowdless wrestling is tough. It doesn't work. It's miss it's like it's missing an element. And Especially in a ladder match. Yeah. Oh god, like yeah, the crowd is so important. Like you watch especially this era shit. It's like they're ha- they're not half the show, but you know what I mean? Like it's a huge element. Yeah. And uh I mean they it's, is it the most important crowd in sports? I mean, that's probably not true, but maybe it is. I don't know. Like, is it easier to watch a basketball game that has no crowd or a wrestling match? I would say basketball. Would be easier? If, if you have Stacey and Neil on the call still, like, I, I, could, I could do that. Yeah. I think it'd be easier. You know, because, like, in a basketball game, well, I guess it's true in wrestling in the middle of a match, but in a basketball game, like, the crowd kind of loses you in the first and second quarters. They're, they're not, fuck yeah! They're not in that type of mode. It no. moves slowly throughout. Yeah. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta cook up a good game, and that's by chance. But in wrestling, it's not by chance. They're gonna try to, exactly. cook, they're gonna try to cook up the best game they can. Yeah. So they're trying to put on a show, literally. Yeah, and the crowd... So, yeah, it's just it's just crazy, man. Like the character is fueled by the crowd. Yeah, the the other thing with um, wrestling fans, you know what? Kind of like what you're saying. Like basketball, you don't have a character coming out and, like cutting a promo before he subs in. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have Kobe White coming out and, like, hey man, I'm a I'm a cross up this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough, man. I got a tough time with the no crowd wrestling. It's just missing. It's something. It's like it's practice or something. It's like I'm not watching. And just like shit like the MVP promos at the top of two Raws in a row. Uh, It's like, did you record? Like, you just recorded those in the same shot, right? Like, you just went back and changed? Do you think they did? Probably. It looked exactly the same. I was like, fuck. Like, nothing against MVP, but, like, now it's not the time. It's not the time for anybody to return. <laughs> it's a terrible return time. It is. Shit, Jinder Mahal just returned, and it's like, 
What is he on SmackDown or Raw? Gonna tell you. Well, did he skip a week? Did, did I miss him? No, he skipped a week. Because we talked about him last week, and then I watched this week's shit, and I haven't seen him this week. Oh, he's on Raw. And he wasn't on Raw? He was not on the Go Home show, no. Unbelievable. He re-debuted and then uh, took off on vacation. <laughs> I wonder what... Uh, well... I don't know. I think I think he might sneak his way into the pay per view. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be real nice. Maybe that, he's a workhorse. He's a stallion. Maybe that's why they did it. I don't know why they didn't just do it. If they did that, why don't we just wait to debut him at the pay per view? <laughs> that'd be badass. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Wrestling's hurt. They, they need ratings. That's true. Right now we got Taz versus Jerry the King Lawler. Ooh, an announcer match. Yeah, he, he pulled a classic and got up and stripped out of his gear and he had his wrestling stuff underneath. It was awesome. This is the start. The, this is one of the very starts of the Raw SmackDown feud that would brew into Survivor Series for the next 20 years. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. 2000? Raw, Raw and Taz, like, I mean, not Raw and Taz, King and Taz, like... King would say some smart-ass comment, like saying how uh, SmackDown has lesser announcers or lesser products, something like that, like just on the mic during Raw, and then Taz would clap back on SmackDown, like, you know, uh, I'm from Brooklyn, blah, 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 blah. you know, you just get Brooklyn on your yeah. ass, and they, they got a feud going between them, I think one was called out, and... Here you are, at an Unforgiven 2000 with Jerry yeah. Waller versus Taz. Yeah. A couple of suplexes. And it's a strap match. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that, that's Jerry the King Waller for you, man. Alright, hold on a second. We're back, but I might have to adjust. But it looks pretty good. We're back, baby. We're back. So, uh... What were we talking about? Oh, the the strap match. Yeah, this we had a mild interruption. Uh, well, we were talking about the strap match between Taz and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. The uh, second match of the card here. Um, so yeah, what do you think about what should we do first, Jeff? A little raw? Should we? Do we have uh, any segments today? We do actually. Uh, we got a couple of segments on the horizon. One today, cooking with legs. Texas Handman, Jason returns. Andrew might pop in as well, I don't know. He's going to uh, tell us about a new pizza. Not a new, but I don't know if the pizza's new or not. I'm not a food guy, but it's called a grandma-style pizza. <laughs> okay. God damn. Tell us in on that. That sounds amazing. Huh? I said, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're stepping on toes. Yeah, I got a little rattled there. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get next over. Next week, Eric. Next week we got a Boom DDT dollar bin. I just lined that up with Bert. Gonna be uh, reviewing Maximum Conviction. Oh, nice. That's the one I wanted. Yeah, that's the one I wanted. I I, I am familiar. Who's in it? Uh, Steven Seagal and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Excellent. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's it's definitely... It's on uh, Amazon Prime, if any of the listeners want to tune in. 
Hell yeah. So we'll be reviewing that with uh, film expert and milkman Bork next week. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that, man. That's a good one. Have you watched it yet? I have not. Oh yeah. Can, do you have I mean, any... I'm going to need some credentials for the Amazon Prime. Okay. Dude, Raven just ran up in, in on the match and the King's getting screwed and Jim Ross is pissed. ECW. Yep. Um, Brotherhood is strong. It is strong. So yeah, we got we got uh, segments coming. So we're gonna are we gonna do wrestling first and then call uh, our uh, uh, cooking with legs segment? Uh, yeah, let's let's just go through the week that was, and uh, then we'll go to Sheerbeck, and then uh, he said he's down to stick around for the Buddy the Bank prediction show because I told him about the. The stipulation that he's a trick. <laughs> excellent. Okay, that is excellent. Uh, I want to say that starting off on Raw Monday, uh, Shayna Baszler's, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it Raw or SmackDown, but Shayna uh, does a cool guy walk down to the ring. It's like her, Asuka, and Nia, so it's got to be Raw. Yes. Yeah. Her cool guy walk, man. I saw it like four times. I did not see the cool guy walk because I <laughs> oh, usually space out during the uh, entrances. You really missed out. She she had a this was during the MVP lounge and she was she was certainly lounging like a cool guy, cool girl. Yeah. Excuse me, cool girl. Let's be uh, inclusive here. Eric. Yeah, yeah. The aforementioned uh, MVP lounge. I don't know, but yeah, the walk was hilarious, man. I mean, it couldn't have been more badass. It's worth a review. I should have, I should have caught a clip of it for the IG page. It was a good one. And like you said, she liked to lounge, cool as shit. Oh yeah, the, she she had the cool. She had her arm up over the 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 arm of the chair. You know, she was just she was lounging back. Yeah, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Yeah, so her and Asuka had a little thing with uh, Naya. Ended up attacking Naya at the end. Actually, just like one hit, right? Naya just escaped the ring. Yeah, so there was two couches separated by a little table. Asuka came out, sat on the couch to the right. Shayna came out, cool girl sat on the couch to the left with her arm up. And then Naya came out and for some reason didn't want to sit with either side so sat on the coffee table in the middle i found that odd but <laughs> we we saw what that was for and it was the uh spot where oscar and Shayna are like talking smack to each other and get up in each other's face and then just turn to look at naya and give her each give her one boot naya falls over on her back and rolls out of the ring okay so this is just a little money in the bank uh, preview promo thingy yeah okay but Asuka, once again, is sh- like, goddamn, she is shining like a star right now. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I love it. It's, it's, it's so consistent from week to week. Yeah, and you gotta wonder, like, I don't think she could pull this off with the crowd. No, because of the racist what chance. Yeah, they'll just start doing that. So, well, I, I want more people who have second <laughs> language... Uh, language barrier issues with English. Get on the mic. Let's get Shinsuke back on the mic. Yeah. Let's get Asuka back on the mic. Let's get um 
Well, it's like, you know, uh, it, just, on the mic. it just makes you think they're a heel, though. You know, like, it, yeah. that's traditional wrestling. It's, like, burned into your brain. At this point, it, does Asuka still seem like a heel to you, though? Because I, 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 I disagree there. I, I think her, that's like, charisma, and she's just talking shit to a known heel in Shayna Baszler and another semi-heel in Nia Jax. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's weird, because we've been conditioned that the anybody that doesn't speak English is a bad guy. You know, that's like the that's traditional wrestling. That is, but I mean, the times are changing, Eric. <laughs> I, I think it's open to interpretation at the very least. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I'm just I'm getting tricked into thinking anybody that talks in a different language is a bad guy because I'm just I've been trained. <laughs> I've been oh look at who we got here, Jeff, Andrew Martin himself. Yeah, test. Oh, oh uh, test. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd talk about our buddy Marty. I know that's why it's because hilarious. He, he popped up on SmackDown when SmackDown was in Peoria in 2002. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my popped god. Up live on the broadcast. Yep. And Perry Saturn. Who could forget? <laughs> Perry Saturn just cries out WCW, man. Oh yeah. His tattoos are WCW style. They certainly are. <laughs> he, he has a sweet belly tat that just says Saturn. That's Now that's commitment. Yeah. And then F- Funaki. Everybody's here. Oh man. I mean, talk about language, Barry. We've come a long <laughs> way, Eric, from uh, uh, overdubbing what was that faction called? When it was Funaki and Takamishinoku. Yeah. Kai and Tai. Yeah, Kai and Tai. Get on the mic, and their mics would be cut off. And, uh, like, Taka would say some classic, like, overdubbed kung fu shit. Like, racist as hell. And then Funaki would get on, and he would, like, lip his part for ten seconds. And then just be... Indeed. Yeah, yeah. The indeed was actually good. The rest of it's pretty racist, but the indeed. I uh, mean, it was it was hella. I mean, it was ridiculous, man. Looking back on that, the originally the original wrestling mark in our lives, Ryan Graham BG loved that indeed line. He's <laughs> quoted all the time as kids. That's a good line, man. That is a good ass line. Man. Um, so yeah, what else happened on Raw? Well, well, what good happened on Raw? There was a, uh, so we know from last week that Apollo Crews' spot is vacant in the Money in the Bank uh, title match because of his uh, oddly timed injury in the Andrade Cien Almas match on Raw the week prior, so yes. this week on Raw we had a Money in the Bank qualifying gauntlet for that final spot. That took up the first hour of Raw or so. Oh yeah, but my question for you is, did they ever announce how many people are going to be in that thing? Uh, yes, uh, six on each side, and so 12 total. If you include men and women, 12. No, uh, the gauntlet match. Oh, no. Beforehand, no. They, they kept it a mystery. I was wondering. I kept thinking, like, wait, how many... I, I was losing track of how many people, and I'm like, 
What the fuck is going on? I thought it was just going to be a classic five. Yeah, it was a longer gauntlet. There was uh, seven matchups in this gauntlet. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Okay. But I mean, three hour show, no crowd, I'll take that. That's true. So what do you think of the winner? He is risen, Eric. Yes. <laughs> yep. they're, they're trying to explain it and not explain it at the same time, but AJ Styles <laughs> comes in in the final slot of this gauntlet and yep. takes down Humberto Carrillo. Yeah. And, and gets a final spot in the money in the bank after yeah. being buried alive less well, than a month ago at WrestleMania by The Undertaker in a Boneyard match. Yeah. I forget which announcer it was, but they kept trying to trick us. They were like, um, <laughs> damn, I can't remember which one it was. Holy shit. I got like, I got like five flies in my house. <laughs> Twice he was like. <sighs> It must be. But no, I think uh, I think the announcer was a Byron, actually. Oh, that was trying to pull the trickery. You mean what, was he just glossing over it, or was he? I don't know. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to remember his exact. Uh... Oh, he kept trying to. He kept trying to say. A lot of people thought AJ Styles was never coming back from that. <laughs> Like, what do you mean no, by I, that? I think that's Tom Phillips. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? Is he dead? Or he's just so... He, he should be. He had a single arm hanging up with a lip claw through the dirt. No, no, no. That was him. Dead. No, no, no. That was him coming back. And I, That's what I thought. I thought he punched the hand through, man. Classic. He's still alive. Well, was it a fist or was it a claw? The AJ hand? Yeah, I, out the dirt. I, I think it was I think it was a, a fake. I think it was a mannequin hand. That's what it looked like well, to yeah, me. Well, yeah, but was the hand crumpled into a fist like you punched no. through? Or was it limp like a claw? No, I thought it was uh, straight. Like, fingers extended, like reaching for the skies like I made it out of the dirt and <laughs> the rubble. Okay, well, that, that that's open to interpretation. Yeah. But yeah, one of them kept trying to sell us on the fact that a lot of people were thinking... That AJ was never going to come back from this. And I didn't know if that meant he was dead or he's just so ashamed at the loss. But uh, I actually liked it. I liked the move and I liked the little promo afterwards. The promo afterwards was okay. But yeah. I, I definitely liked the surprise move of bringing AJ into this because up until that point, you had Lashley dominating the first half of the contest. 
took down Titus, Akira Tozawa, and then Sheldon Benjamin made an appearance from the grave. Yeah, and he, yeah. <laughs> they talk about wondering if they'd ever be in the ring again. Sheldon <laughs> Benjamin and Titus O'Neil. Seriously. Sheldon Benjamin looked uh, hurt or something. It's painful to watch. And then uh, Lashley's run got ended by a racist referee. What do you mean? What, what, I don't remember that. Uh, Lashley was just being aggressive when he was uh, in his match with Carrillo and uh, was in the corner, like, stomping a, stomping a mud hole and throwing punches. And uh, the ref started counting. He got one, two, three, four. Okay, Bobby, back up. And he went to, like, touch Bobby's arm, and Bobby just, get off me. But, he like, he didn't touch the ref. He just, like, shoot him away. And the, the, the ref just looks like a classic Southern guy, and he got all <laughs> copy racist and shit. He's like, all right, he's, Bobby Lashley's disqualified. Yeah, classic. So got DQ'd by the racist yeah. ref. Yep, overstepped his power on a black man, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if a black man <laughs> doesn't listen to a white man for a split second. Yeah. Christ so, almighty. Um, damn, I don't know what kind of match this is. It's like a hardcore match or something. They're all over the place. There's a timer, though. Uh, that beats me, man. I'd have to get my wrestling binder out. Uh, what? Oh. Good. Uh, I was just going to continue. Uh, from then on, Carrillo uh, went through Angel Garza with Selena Vega out there. And then Austin Theory came out. And at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. Even if he's going to beat Austin Theory and then Andrade is going to come out and Andrade is going to take the final spot. And we're going to get more and more Selena Vega. Yeah. But no, uh, after Austin Theory, AJ filled that last spot. He is risen. <laughs> uh, what else happened on Raw? Anything good? Oh, uh, Street Profits versus uh, Viking Raiders. Hmm. It was, a, it was a non-title match, but I thought both of them really uh, played well in their match. Played well. They played their pops well. Yeah, that's sports radio right there. Yeah. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> Here's a guy, Here's that, a played... guy that played well in his match. In his wrestling match. I really like the tombstone. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, the Viking Raiders won this match. It was a non-title match. But, I, I mean, I was rooting for the Street Profits. But the Viking Raiders are in back, in my eyes, they are in back their NXT name. They are the War Raiders, and I will call them as such from here on out. <laughs> they put on oh, a good yeah. show with the Street Profits. Oh, yeah. I, I like that combo. Well, I either got, did not see that match, or it was not on the Hulu cut. Holy shit. It had better have been on the Hulu cut. This is right after the halfway match. Hmm. No, I didn't, I didn't see it. Or I may have, uh, who knows, I may have missed it. That happens sometimes. You take a little snooze, you come back around, you don't know if you saw something or not. Hey, as long as it didn't take you six tries yeah. to watch Raw this week, nope. then that, that's progress. Nope, we had, a, uh, we had a night where Samantha wanted to do the grocery shopping, so I was home with Buddy and we watched, we watched all of Raw and I think about half of SmackDown. 
So I got a, I got a pretty good uh, I did a pretty good job, Jeff. I wasn't sleeping oh. through it ten times in a row. Hell yeah, dude! Damn, Steve Blackman. <clears throat> yeah, War Raiders. They're, they're, they're looking good and looking like uh, they're gonna get a title shot for the Street Profits. Which got me thinking, Eric. Are there any veteran tag teams on Raw? Or are they all on SmackDown? Raw. Well, Gallows and Anderson are gone. Yes. Um, Hardy Boys are not are gone. Non-existent, yeah. Although we did have Jeffrey Jeff Jeffrey Hardy's return, right? Uh, we we just had Chapter Four of the uh, Jeff Hardy Chapter Four, the comeback. Oh yeah, the comeback. <laughs> the comeback. But uh, Cole did announce that he would be on Raw next week. And Seamus, who's been giving Cole the jelly eye this entire time, he's like, Jeff Hardy's going to be on Raw? Well, so will I. No shit, dipshit. Or, or on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, SmackDown, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so we, we still don't really know why Seamus hates Jeff Hardy. Is it just his beard? I think he's a little bit of beard envy because remember Seamus had remember when Seamus had a weird beard? Yeah. With like uh, beads in it and shit. Yeah, it, it got it got a little out of hand and he put beads in it to try to <laughs> accentuate himself. No, but it was a little bit like Jeff Hardy's. It was like claws. Yeah, but wasn't it just a goatee? I don't know. These guys got beard issues, man. Yeah, that, that's their feud. No. Who's got the worst beard? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But, uh... <laughs> but, no, did he ever tell us why he hates him? No, I think he's just, uh... Kayfabe style, I think he's just jealous of the attention that Jeff Hardy's getting after he... Because every time there's been a Jeff Hardy uh, part of this... Not a trilogy, but a quadrature? <laughs> this, uh, series. Yes, this docu-series on Jeff <laughs> terrible docuseries on Jeff Hardy's life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before before every one of the episodes, there's been Seamus jobbing some fucking local cat. Okay, so he's stealing his thunder. Yes, and Cole just, like, he, like the rest of us, Cole's bored by Seamus jobbing, so he goes straight to Je- Jeff Hardy, and Seamus hears Cole because you can hear everything in the performance center, and he just comes over and stalks him. Okay. So yeah, so we're gonna get that. Actually, we probably got it tonight. Yeah, yeah, that'd be on the Go Home Show. I started watching tonight's episode before uh, for this uh, podcast recording, but decided to pause it for to get a hype on. On someone in the bank? Hell yeah! Little little in between. Hell yeah! What? Uh, real quick, Eric, you have not been keeping up on NXT, I take it? No, but I saw something from last night's episode. Or Wednesday's episode, or whatever, you know. Yeah, they, they were hyping Wednesday's episode on, on uh, Raw, and it looked real good. But yeah. unfortunately, I didn't see this till past Wednesday. No, I, I, I did not watch. So, did you hear any, hear any deets? I, I heard no deets, but uh, I knew that Flair was having her first title match 
for the NXT title against Io Shirai. But I mean, oh yeah, I heard about that, and I heard that was really good. Yeah, you're right. That's probably something we need to be watching, or at least go back to watch that one. Yeah. Um, and Raw this week on the Go Home Show, Flair had a just singles match with Liv Morgan. Yes. I thought <laughs> I thought it was awkward. It was pretty awkward. You could tell they haven't worked together much, if at all. No, uh, there was yeah. a lot of Liv was doing a lot of knee strikes, and it didn't look like Flair was ready for many of the knee strikes. I mean, this is nothing against Flair. Obviously, Flair's a professional. I just and Liv looks pretty good in her own. Like this isn't Mandy Rose versus Charlotte Flair. This is Liv Morgan. She she can she can wrestle. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, who knows who's to blame? I don't understand it enough to be able to tell you who that is, but. It, it it looked very awkward. <laughs> but I mean, Damn. I guess this is a push for Liv. Something. I mean, is it random though? Did she did she have anything with Flair, or this is just random? No, it's just random. She came out and gave the basically the same promo there. One gives to Flair. I wasn't, you know, she 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 made it personal though. She's like, I didn't even have a dad let alone a dad to get me into whatever career i wanted to be in i'm like dad you, you came out of the game with that live jesus christ yeah yeah you're trying to have a good hot. time and you tell me that <laughs> yeah. you didn't have a dad <laughs> mercy yeah i just dude um xbox just jumped on an upside down table that was not like a traditional wrestling table. Like, picture a card table, more of a square. And yeah. maybe like three foot by three foot is all. So, like, you're talking about four legs sticking straight up on this tiny table, and he jumped in the middle of it. And oh. it made me cringe. I, I mean, it was um, like, you don't want one of those legs going anywhere. No. <laughs> it was insane. I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah, broken half, and he he was fine. I gotta imagine that's pre-cut because when I think of a card table, I think of a pretty thick table. You're not breaking through that with Xbox at weighing in at a buck fifty. <laughs> well, it was like the table's upside down on top of Jericho's chest, which is weird as hell already. Yeah. And then uh, Xbox just went off the top rope and just kind of sandwiched shit around Jericho, you know, like stomped the two edges. And then it it folded up like a taco around Jericho. That's so strange. Yeah, it was very odd, but it looked ex like I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. I would never have done that. No, I well, I mean, people were thinking they were. It was jazzy back in the Attitude Era. Yeah, well, I mean, he's like, a, hey, he's I'm a pro. Do this spot. Okay. I mean, Xbox a pro. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they're both pros. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, that matchup kind of screams WCW low card to me, though. What, Jericho and X-Pac? Yeah, Lionheart versus whatever. <laughs> Did X-Pac have a different name in WCW? I think he was X-Pac. Was he? He was like, uh, he's had a couple names. Something to do with six. Uh, I don't know, there's going to be, if, if there's Mark's list to this, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> Because like, I can't remember they his... They certainly will. <laughs> I can't remember his other name. They're yelling at you right now. Yeah. K 
Kid Six. Does that sound familiar? The Six sounds familiar. But I keep thinking Six Pack now. I'm just a bald uh, old guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. Um, so the... Was there anything else on Raw? Are we good for Raw? Uh, the main event was just D-Mac versus Buddy Murphy. And there wasn't really anything there. Just uh, fueling the flames for D-Mac versus Rollins. Because Rollins was just watching on the entire time. Then tried to uh, sabotage D-Mac after D-Mac won. And D-Mac ended up standing tall. Okay. How did Smackdown it? Smackdown yeah. last week wasn't that good though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that one uh was a little bit harder to get through. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to think of any takeaways. They had a, a story time on the Firefly Funhouse, the black sheep. What what do you think of this feud, Eric? Oh uh <laughs> Braun and Bray. I don't know why I can't get behind it. Oh, Christian mentioned something on uh, WWE backstage. And I kind of agree with it. This is like, if you got to have a deep story like this, it's real fucking rushed. Like, yeah. you started this after WrestleMania. And we're about a month later. And you're going to, I mean, this better not. You could have it be the climax. Or, like, Christian advocates for, you can have, like, Braun retain, basically, and then they go their separate ways, and then at the next major pay-per-view, say, SummerSlam or whatever, you kind of bring it back, and then you have more to build on. No, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's rushed as shit. No doubt about that. Yeah, that's... Booker T is just saying, take this and just ride it for the next couple of months. <laughs> Well, we'll see, man. Why Why did we all, like, we already have a, is it a title match? Yeah, this is a title match. Yeah, why Why do we already have it if we're going to go two more months? Silly. Good point. Uh, in, okay, so I said Kid 6, Jeff? Yeah. So, what I was doing there is, what I was looking for is 1-2-3-Kid. Oh, the 1-2-3-Kid. And then, I was looking for six Pac. So he, he was six Pac. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are the names I remember in X Pac, obviously. Other than that, it says six, uh, the Kamikaze Kid, the Lightning Kid, the Cannonball Kid. I don't I mean, remember. Stature, he's gotta give rid of that kid name. Yeah, I don't remember any of those. I don't know if that's like Indie Circuit or I'm not familiar with those. Um, let's see, anything else? Uh, Daniel Bryan cut a promo to start the show, and this has led into a Bryan versus Corbin match. They're both Money in the Bank contestants. Uh, Bryan's got a big haircut, and it seems like he's changed his style a little bit because, like, he's normally backed by the crowd so much with the yes movement and everything, and he doesn't have that right now. No. Like he's getting a little sassier in his promos. Yeah. But not like, not Mother Earth sassy like when he was a heel. Yeah, what a, that was a weird gimmick. It was. That was a uh, really to be, weird gimmick. To be a hippie heel, that, that's a weird yeah. stance. Like, why, why are we booing him for wanting to recycle? 
<laughs> well, I mean, he kind of he he did what you'd have to do to make it work. Yeah, he was a he was a recycled douche. Yeah, he was the guy who you know is constantly in your ear talking about oh I I, I don't use any disposables and you should recycle that pizza box. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So he, he, he a valiant effort, I think. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, I'm I pro recycle, but no, not, I I have too. Like not nearly to that extent. Like on the on the recycle meter, ten being Daniel Bryan in this role, and zero being John. I don't give a fuck, hillbilly. I'm yeah. probably at a four. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I'm definitely I'm I'm pro recycle as well. But, uh, yeah, he did, he did the character. I mean, everybody knows that guy. Nobody likes him. But, I mean, apparently that's Daniel Bryan just taking his attitude up to 11, so he's probably a little bit of a recycled douche in real life. Oh, for sure. I think, I think that's known. I don't know. I don't watch any of the shows like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, wasn't there, oh, yeah, there was a Forgotten Sons tag match. Yeah. What'd you think? Eric? I'm glad they served, but you're not (laughs) taking down the New Day. I I refuse to give the Revival Part 2 their credit in taking down the New Day. This is rushed. Yeah. You can can debut on SmackDown, but you're not just getting into the mix all of a sudden. They took down the champions, so that must mean they're... In line for a title match in the future. Yep, that's what it means, Cole, because we're rushing everything without the crowd. Yeah, they already rushed stuff. Now they're in super rush mode. Yeah. But, uh, I, I like your, uh, how you start off with, I'm glad they served. <laughs> yeah. I thought we confirmed that none of them served. I thought one of them served. I don't know. We confirmed that two no serves. Unless two no serves. I don't know, unless their Wikipedia pages just don't have it, but you think it would. But maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. But that's a good did, pre did you did you catch their metal music I was talking about last week? Oh, I didn't pay attention again. God damn it. Eric. Well they added to it. Ooh. Because at that before the song kicks in with the raging metal, it just it's three guys chanting, do unto others. Oh, okay. Like the start of the... Like, yeah. So they're, they're, they're draping themselves I think I remember in America. That. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> and it's just shredding guitar, bro. While oh. they're coming in with their beards and their bald heads and spitting water. Well, not spitting water nowadays, but they yeah. would be spitting water under normal circumstances. Oh, yeah. Not like a Triple H spit, but just like a... Like a, like a, a water, like a big old gulp. A puff. Yeah. 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 Right to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What what do you think of them? Uh, I I don't know. The the announcers kept trying to put them over, but I didn't think they looked that impressive. No. They're AEW talent, in my opinion. I don't know. I just was like, I don't know. Like, obviously the announcers are supposed to put them over, but. Give me something that makes it real when they put them over. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't. I, I'll, I'm not making a judgment this early on. 
But, uh, yeah. I'm not too hot on them so far. I, I'd say get in line. Move over to Raw with the uh, Young Guns. Yeah. And get get in line. Like, you can't just cut, like, Miz and Morrison, they get, they get a pass because they're both veterans. Yeah. And Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Now more than ever, we need to keep families safe, supplied, and connected in their homes. Each year, the Home Energy Assistance Program by Impact Community Action helps over 20,000 Franklin County families prevent energy service disruptions, restore disconnected services, and secure seasonal energy supplies. HEAP can help your family keep the lights on, the heat warm, and your home energy supplied. Visit impactca.org or call 866-747-1038 to make an appointment. They're playing that heel role great. Yeah, it's I a like the tandem. It is a little they're different. At, actually, they're on commentary during this match. I thought they did a great job. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I sent you a video of uh, Cole cheesing it at a, a, a line that John Morrison gave during this match. Yeah, I cracked a little joke, and Cole just thought it was he was a giddy little schoolgirl. Yeah, he said, he said something about... Uh, Biggie spooning in the corner as like Biggie's like got someone in the corner ramming his head into the gut. You know the classic turnbuckle move. Oh yeah. And Morrison's like, he's got him spooning over there. And then you see how the next alternate camera angle that Cole's just in the background, just gagging. Corey's like, Are you okay over there, Cole? I think we've lost Cole for a second. <laughs> It was, when I texted there, yeah. he texted me back. He's like, what a dork Cole yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> He's such a goober. Oh, shit, look at... We got uh, Mick Foley, Jeff, is the commish. Hell yeah. He's looking God, good. That, that, that was the most fun wrestling memory, was his random commission, commissioner table setup. Yeah. His office would be somewhere different every week. It could yeah. be on a forklift... It could be in a James closet. It could be in, in the open stall of a men's bathroom. Yeah, this one appears to be like a concession window of sorts. Oh, that's awesome. And like, something like that. He's got like fake cactuses and a little file cabinet. Yeah. It's an He's awesome... He's got toys and shit. Yeah, it's a classic makeshift office setup. It's amazing. I remember he had a judge's gavel from time to time. Hey, he's, he has one in his hand right now, Jeff. He's waving in Kurt Angle's face. That's how he makes shit official, is he bangs his gavel. Look at the talent. And then it just cuts to The Rock. Austin. Unbelievable. What a perfect role that commissioner was for Foley's fresh out of his career. Yeah. And then they WWE got greedy and tried to bring him back ten more times. And then they try to boss him around and fire his ass. <laughs> like, all, all the... In the yeah. last decade, when they brought Foley back, they just spat treat him up and shoot... Or chewed him up and spat him out, really. Yeah, they just treat him like shit. I, I felt terrible for him. Like, he was doing everything they asked of him. And you could tell, like, he, he wants to 
bring out his character more. You got an age, you got a younger crowd somewhat, but everyone still respects him. But then he's like coming out and he has to be the bearer of bad news sometimes because that's what the storyline's making him do. It's horseshit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it it has failed, like. Definitely the last two times that I remember, but I'm sure a lot more than that. <clears throat> that that original commissioner role at the 2000 though was amazing. Yeah, like, best commissioner ever. Yeah, by far. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> That's about all I got. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, I was backed out. Otis qualified over Dolph. I th- did we touch on that last week though? I don't know. I think so. I think yeah. we I think we spoiled it for ourselves. Yeah. Because I looked it up. But yeah, that's probably good. That's probably uh, good because we're running. We're already about fifty minutes, so we got to call up our uh, pizzaoli uh, Jay and learn about this new pie. Oh yeah. Well, let me get him on the horn real quick. Yeah, get him. Give him a jangle. All right. What's up, Jay? Nothing. How you doing, Eric? Good, man. Uh, tell uh, Tony congrats on 30 years. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Methodist, 30 years. I know. I saw it on I probably Facebook, I guess. But, uh, yeah, unbelievable. I know. It's incredible. And he's had like, like six or seven or something sick days. In 30 years. Oh, God. Sweet Jesus. I love yeah, that. Crazy. Dad's a machine. Oh, dads love to throw out a stat like that. Yeah, that's, oh. some, like, that's some serious American work ethic right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just classic boomer. Or he's, yeah, he's no, not, really But is. he's not really a boomer. I don't think. Right? A little on the young side of that generation. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think he's a hairy he's young. Still, it's still a boomer, right? He was born in 1959. What's the what are the qualifications? Uh, I don't know, but I, I I felt like he was young, but maybe not. Well, I'm, I'll gotcha. I'll look it up. Well, what do we? What kind of <laughs> what kind of food are we talking about today? <laughs> I'm talking to Jeff about this yesterday. I think we're just going to do it the a, a different type of pizza this time. Ooh. Um, and it was uh, a picture I sent you guys after the last time we did this. But last time we talked about like New York style and Neapolitan and stuff like that, like the hand tossed. Um, and this time we're gonna do what is called a grandma style, which is like a pan. It's a pan pizza. It's not like a pan pizza. It is a pan pizza. Mm. Um, and instead of um, you know Neapolitan from Naples, Italy, this is based on a Sicilian recipe, which is honestly. Um, it's just, it's basically sauce and cheese on top of focaccia. Okay. That's pretty much all it is. But the difference between, like, Sicilian and the grandma style, and it's called grandma style because it's, like, something that your grandma would make you, especially, like, like, like a 
Italian grandmas on like the East Coast, stuff like that. No, oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The name, um, the name's amazing, and the name is great marketing. It really is. Yeah. I love it. I mean, and, and I think they actually sell it like that, like on the East Coast, because I got this book called the Pizza Bible. I know I mentioned a different book last time called Pizza Camp, but this was <laughs> the Pizza Bible. This is by a guy named Tony Gimignani. Okay. Um, and he's an Italian boy, but he grew up in San Francisco. He's got a bunch of different restaurants out there that are like Italian and pizza based. But um, yeah, so it's basically just a, it's a pan pizza, but instead of par baking it, which I mean, you still can do. But so you say you have your dough and then you, you par bake it. And so it becomes focaccia and then you put your toppings on, you throw it back in the oven and then cook it. So that's kind of what makes it a Sicilian one. Um, it is square instead of circular. Um, and and the biggest characteristic that I like about it, and this is because I just love I love fat, because yes. um, it, it makes everything crisp up and just taste better. Oh, yeah. um, Use a shit ton of olive oil. So, um, on, 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 you mean under the crust? Under the crust yeah. and in the crust. It's oh, in the man. dough itself. So, um, you know, if, should I just start off here with, the, with yes. just starting to make the pie? All right. I'm dying to hear so, how we make this pie, yes. pizza here um and uh you know i guess the the one of the most important things like i said is a lot of oil and there's also more yeast in this dose you know relative to um you know it's the regular new york style it's got to really puff up you want that good thick oh yeah puffy air inside of there so you're gonna do um you know a little more yeast you're still gonna do water of course um salt um i use a little bit of brown sugar because it kind of helps the bottom brown a little bit of the molasses and the brown sugar yes. also helps, you know, activate the yeast like we discussed last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to get that going. Um, and once you're, you know, and then plenty of oil in there, more oil than usual. So get that dough ball going um, and let it sit on your, you know, once it's formed up, you know, stir it around. If you have a KitchenAid or whatever, I, I just, I don't have a KitchenAid. Because I'm not made of money, but I have a wooden spoon well, and a couple of bowls. Uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason, I gotta, so yeah, I just, I gotta interrupt and tell you that uh, the KitchenAid mixers are pieces of shit nowadays, and uh, they can't um, st- stir some dough if their life depended on it. No so, shit, are you serious? They've sort of just little, gone downhill? Yeah, they went downhill on the ones, like, the little, the classic ones everybody has, like, you start whipping up some thicker dough, and it's like, it's it's like a it's like a washing machine that's not level. It's like, and it's flying all over you. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. What the, they're like $300, aren't they? Yeah, and I thought it was just me, I was like, yeah, this thing, like, maybe I just got a bad one, but I talked to somebody else and said theirs does the same thing. Like, it's really only good for, like, cookies cookie dough and like cake batters icing yeah but you don't even need that crap for i mean then you just whip it up yourself like yeah. it's not even that hard no i don't know but yeah go what? ahead 
Go ahead. I just wanted to tell you that you're not really missing out on anything when it comes to pizza dough and a KitchenAid. No, I'm really glad to hear that because I've been I'm unemployed right now, so I've been getting the government stimulus stuff, and I was thinking about splurging. Well, ask you know, ask Uncle, around. Uncle Sam putting it back into the system, getting the KitchenAid. But... Yeah, a little, stim- <laughs> a little stimulus. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. I'm glad you told me that. Fuck that. Well, That's I don't bullshit. know. You could ask around. Maybe somebody else had other experiences, but I've talked to a couple people that didn't like it. Like anything that's too thick, it's no good. Okay. No, I mean I'm I'm fine with using hand. That's stupid then, because that's all I would really. I mean, I would use it for that, and yeah, maybe like making desserts and whatever. But yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so this is all right. KitchenAid, no. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. All right. So, um, where were we? We had the dough going. So, once you have the dough assembled, um, which basically is just stirring it all together and getting it until it forms, um, it doesn't have to be intense at this point. You know, no no specific, like, smoothing or kneading. Um, Just stir it all together so it all comes together and let it sit for an hour. And then, at this point, I like to, um, you know, once it's risen, for an hour it usually doubles in size but i personally and this isn't even recommended on the recipes that i've looked at but i like to take wet hands not floured hands because you want this dough to have a high moisture content um so i take wet hands and uh just knead the crap out of it for like six minutes and then like last time i talked about like the gluten developing so you get those like strands in there and then that helps um when it does bake um it kind of creates those helps create those bubbles in there yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so, oh, you yeah. ever have like a, a, a Pizza Hut pan pizza? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> I feel like we talked about Pizza Hut last time, but <laughs> it's kind of like that, or like a Detroit style. I know Detroit style is kind of like the rave right now, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah and I... that's just a little thicker version of this, and then you put the sauce on top. Um, and it has this, maybe we'll talk about that another time. I've never made like an actual official Detroit style because you have to have a particular pan to do it in like yes it's like called like anodized or something like that yeah and do they do the does the troy style do the thing with the cheese on the edge mm-hmm. yeah cheese on the edge exactly that's yeah. like what makes it detroit style that and the fact that they use this i think it's called brick cheese or something it's just like some like midwestern processed cheese but it makes it like super good Oh, uh, there's a there's a St. Louis style pizza. You know about this? Yeah. That they use they, the, they use that fake shit. Theirs is called like. Do you know what it's called? Uh, it's it, it, is it like kind of like provolone now? No, it's like Velveeta. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's straight they, processed. But yeah, they use like that processed brick cheese or whatever, and that and that and then like you said, Eric, the cheese on the sides. Yeah. But that's that's awesome. Like when the cheese kind of slightly burns almost, and it gets that like. Oh yeah. It's hard to describe the flavor. It's like super salty and like. Yes. Just deliciousness. It's like when you make a grilled cheese and the cheese spills out on the pan. You got those little crispies. Yep. Exactly. Like, that's that's exactly yeah. what it's like. So I mean, and that's badass, but. I mean, well, yeah, maybe we could talk Detroit another time, because, I mean, it's like that a lot, but this one's a little thinner, um, and you don't have to have a specific type of pan, so, um, so I mentioned kneading it for about eight minutes, so once you do that, you put it back in a well-oiled pan, like I said, don't skimp on the oil, like, we're not trying to be healthy here, like, that's just ridiculous. It's a pizza. Um, so then put it back in the, and then just put it in, 
keep it in the bowl, the well-oiled bowl, and then put it in the uh, refrigerator overnight, like the last time. Um, or you can put it in the pan that you're making it in, too, um, and leave that in overnight and let it rise in the pan. See, it, it's up to you. I like to use a bowl just because it takes up less room yeah. in our fridge, especially when we're like, especially nowadays with the whole quarantine going on, we're not going to the grocery store that often. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of room in our fridge. Do you? We're, I, I'm not familiar with your setup. Are you in an apartment? Yeah, we're in an apartment. Oh, okay. Like a, a two-bedroom. Okay, I was going to say, you, what you do is you get a garage fridge. It's a lifesaver. Oh, my God, Eric. Twice, I, <laughs> twice I, the room. I, 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 would, I would kill for a garage. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of living in this apartment. In the city. Andrea is, too. We're going to... We're, we're we're gonna move to a, a cheaper place to live eventually, but we'll yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll get talk you about get you time yeah too. get you a garage fridge. That's what. Oh you get. my god, it, it'd be incredible. It's it's it, great. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's it's great. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, yeah, if we had more room, like we we literally for Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. we like made a bunch of Mexican food. Like we made. Uh, like 40 tamales and that we've never made tamales before they actually turned out well and i was jeff i froze some and i'm gonna give some to you here this weekend but um hell yeah our fridge is just fucking packed right now full of just stuff oh yeah <clears throat> mostly just leftovers i don't know but i don't have enough room to put a full pan in my fridge with that pizza <laughs> dough in it so i choose a bowl hell yeah okay yeah and then okay next day you wake up whatever whenever you want to make the pizza um you let it sit out on the counter and let it get to room temperature. Otherwise, it's going to be super difficult to deal with. And then you put that in a pan. Um, and I like to have, I forget the amount, like the actual ounces of dough for the size of pan. But like for, for now, we're just going to say um, maybe nine ounces of dough for a 12 by nine, just classic like half sheet pan, you know, whatever it is. I don't know if those are the exact dimensions, but... Yeah, I got you. <laughs> and then just grease the crap out of that, put your dough on it, um, and then just stretch it out as well as you can. It might take a few times. Cover it up with a towel in between every time, it, and that'll allow the dough to relax. Because it's going to be hard to stretch out at first to, to the corners of the pan. What towel is towel? Uh, you can do a moist towel, or, moist you can towel. Just do, or you can do saran wrap. That's oiled. Just something that you don't want it to stick to. I, I honestly, I kind of set up a weird rig where I put it in the pan that we have, and we don't have anything fancy. It's not the... I, I wish we had an actual, like, Sicilian pizza pan or whatever it's called, but I just kind of put another, like, larger um, kind of roasting pan on top and then put a bunch of towels on it because then the towels don't come in contact with the dough itself, and it's still allowed to ride. <clears throat> and then... It's allowed to rise. So that's all. That's a big important thing here, is you want it to rise in the pan. So, and then you also, I don't know if you guys know about this. Jeff, you definitely don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> Eric, you might know about this. You, like, put little dimples in the, the dough before you let it rise. I don't really know what this does, but for some reason, I'll let it, I, I don't know. Wait, this you kinda, is... Like, press, you press your fingers into it. And like, like, put all your fingers and fingertips into the dough and create little dimples in it. Okay, no, no, I didn't know. I thought you were gonna tell us that uh, about uh, like 
What did they, what did they make us do, Jeff? At pizza, where you had to like roll this fucking thing on the dough to like oh the perforation. The so, yeah, the perforation. Oh, that's called docking. Oh, whew. to uh, like docking it. Yeah, to prevent the bo- those huge bubbles, I guess. Exactly. So, yeah. but but we want bubbles in this case. So yeah, but yeah. that I so when I worked at Firehouse Pizza, we did that with the thin crust. You did you docked it because it would it would bubble up, and then you'd like. You know, when it was in the oven, it would like the bubbles would rise, and then all the cheese would slide off. So you have like this giant just bubble of just like pretty much crust with a little bit of sauce on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, or just for an update on that, uh, Shane has succumbed to COVID nineteen and closed Firehouse Pizza. Are you serious? What do you mean he got sick? <laughs> no, 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 no. He just, uh, I think he just was like, "Fuck it." I mean, it could have been struggling, or who knows what happened, but. As soon as he sure. got, as soon as he got shut down, like a month later, he just closed, or maybe even less than that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's so, a bummer. That's good pizza. They had a good yeah. sweet sauce. Which, yeah, I was, mean, that's also what I'm going to talk about—a little bit of a sweeter sauce here. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Let's get through the sauce uh, pretty, uh, pretty rapidly because we got to get some predictions as well. I don't mean to. No, 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 not at all. Sorry, I've been talking to you guys. No, no, no. I've got a couple of brewskis here, Jeff. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Friday night, baby. Yeah, it's Friday right, night. So you get the dimples in there. You let that dough rise because you want it to rise. You want the dip to be puffy. And then you just put on your sauce and your toppings, preferably um, whole milk mozzarella, not the part skim crap because, once again, we're not being healthy here. Put it in the 500-degree oven. Um, and then just bake it until it looks done. I'd say about 12 to 13 minutes on 500 degrees, um, and, um, take it out. I, I mean, Andrea and I like to put raw sausage on too, on top of the cheese, but the sauce should be a little bit sweeter too, because it's just better that way with like this, like super greasy, um, puffy, indulgent pizza like this. Yes. I think. Oh, and then, um, I don't know. I put a little bit of, uh. Um, oregano on top too, uh, not fresh, just dried, and then cut it, and that's it. I mean, if you're like a ranch fan, I think this pizza's perfect for <laughs> dipping Hell because yeah. you got so much dough. Oh yeah, to dip. Dude. Oh, or for like sure. extra marinara, things like that. Um, so for yeah, the sauce, yeah, then you got the grandma style. Are you putting actual sugar in the sauce? Yes. Okay. That's so but like maybe like a teaspoon and a half for like a twenty-eight ounce can of, of tomatoes. Okay. I was gonna say, is, it, is there anything special or critical about the sauce? No, I mean Andrea makes it, and she kind of like reduces it down a little more than other sauces, so it's like super rich because it's it's a pretty rich pizza. Oh yeah. Um, it's not like a light, bright Neapolitan with like basil and fresh mozzarella. No, this, um, this is your quarantine pizza. It's a quarantine pizza. It's a grandma pizza, so it's like what your grandma would make you, like kind of like a a, a lightly topped, kind of crappy, thrown together pie, but it tastes like better than you know any any like fast any fast food pizza chain like the you know the Domino's or whatever. So, yeah, absolutely. How long would it take? You, how long would it take you to write out like a classic recipe? You know, where it just has the ingredients and then a short uh step by like you know a little step by step i could do that easily <laughs> you should do that and send it to me 
Yeah, for could... sure, dude. I mean, I got yeah, because it's a fucking great die. It's it's and it's pretty foolproof. For I mean, the oil really helps the dough. Um, it makes it makes the dough easier to work with. So just like a pie crust, like a pie crust has like a lot of butter in it, whatever. Like yeah. you, you you stretch out a pie crust, it doesn't really retract as more as much as like a regular pizza dough or something like that. So yeah, I, I think it's a good pizza for a beginner. Um, and it's just easy to make it taste good, like because the oil crisps at the bottom like crazy. It gets home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Nice and brown. You don't have to have a pizza stone. Like the last time we talked about with the Neapolitan. So, yeah. What do yeah, you think it's about a, It's a good just home... Homey, like fattening, but delicious pizza. And I know, I know we're running a little long, but I do have one more question. What about cooking that son of a bitch in a cast iron skillet in the oven? Oh, my Andrea and I have done that so many times, Eric. It's good. We've done the cat. Oh yeah, the cast iron is great. We just don't have that big of a cast iron, so it just comes down to laziness. It's like, should we make two cast iron pizzas or just one big yeah. boy? Yeah. Well, that's why I, I, I have to say the cast iron browns the bottom better, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So if if you're gonna do cast iron, if you want to do cast iron, do it. Yeah. I just we don't have that. Like the biggest cast iron we have is like nine inches. Yeah. Um, in diameter, so. Oh it's not yeah. That big enough. No, yeah, that's not good. I got a big. I don't know how big it is, but definitely bigger <laughs> than that. But yeah, I think that that's the first thing I thought of. That's my best pan for that. I think. Yeah, I would do it because it retains heat better and it's just going to crisp up your bottom better and then cast iron just is awesome. Yeah. I love cast iron yeah. for just anything. Well, no plug well, for cast iron, no plug for KitchenAid. <laughs> no plug, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for that, dude. That was a great description on the Grandma Pizza. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. And, uh... <laughs> I also have yeah, another, I, I, I got another update. So when was Tony born? Tony Shearbeck was born <laughs> April 27th, 1959. Oh, he's the official boomer. Oh, you've looked it up? Yeah, it's 46 to 64. Boomer, holy shit. So, yeah. Okay, so he's on like kind of the, the, the edge. Not yeah. really, though. I mean, he's got a good five-year yeah, gap it. there. He's booming it, and he did it. He did it the boomer way. He went to the. He he, he stayed thirty years at the same job. <laughs> Holy shit! He sure did. I mean, he's a great guy too. He's a yeah, he's a good yeah. Man, if you ever if you never met Tony, yeah. then he's a good guy. Yeah, let's give Tony a round of applause for thirty years, man. Yeah, tell me that, Tony. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, so we have. Uh, uh, Money in the Bank, Jason, coming up here this Sunday. Yeah, Jeff told me. So let me pull up. Uh, did he tell you that um, the Money in the Bank match is going to be climbing the corporate ladder? At the he did, uh, it, and that's what like sparked my interest so badly about this. I mean, good God, that's that's a cool idea. 
I gotta say. Yeah, and it'll be cool. I think we everybody thinks it's gonna be like one of those cinematic matches, so you'll have to check it out with Jeff. I'm sure it'll be cool. Yeah. The rest of it's questionable, but I think that match for sure will be cool. Okay. <clears throat> so, all right, I got them here. You guys ready to do the picks? Sure. All right, Jeff, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, are you in the middle of writing something down? Yes. Okay, I knew it. <laughs> I, I, was at, I was adding up our free total, Eric. Uh, to this point, we have guessed 195 matches. Okay. You're at 60% with 117 guessed correctly. I'm at 61% with 119. Okay. So it's still a very very close race. It's a tight one. Okay. Um... Let's start this is with Jay's first guest as well, so yeah. Well, welcome to the prediction show. Uh, let's start with the uh, fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE, excuse me, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The the New Day, current champs, versus Miz and Morrison, versus the Forgotten Sons, which are like military guys that are new, versus Lucha okay. House Party. So, who you got, Jeff? I'm sticking with New Day, man. Big E is... I'm loving Big E's style every week. He keeps thrusting. <laughs> why, why go away from the thrusting during a uh, pandemic? He, they, they bring the party with the titles. Yep, I agree. I'm sticking with New Day as well. Jason? I mean, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with New Day, too. Why yeah, not? I... I I don't really know the other people too well, so and I do like New Day, so I'm going with them too. Oh yeah, no, it's a, it's a good pick. Uh, we will let's do only six matches on this card. Uh, Bailey, current champ, versus Tamina. This is the SmackDown Women's Championship, just a regular singles match. Jay Tamina is uh, American Samoan. Uh, <laughs> Bigger gal, about Nia Jax size, if you're not Okay. Sure. But Su- yeah, she's Samoan. Superfly Snooka's daughter, right? Or, or somebody in the family. Yeah, I think I think she's uh, either the daughter or granddaughter of uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooka. D- oh, she's the da- okay. daughter. Okay. Daughter? Yep. Um, I'll go first on this one. I'll go... Um... Let's see, what's the deal with Sasha Banks? Are they still tearing apart? Yeah, the rift is brewing for sure. Okay. Slowly but surely between Bailey and Sasha Banks. So Sasha could have a... Jay, Sasha's Bailey's best friend, but they've been on, on and off. Never really had a true breakup, but there's there's some tension brewing. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go wild card. No, I can't do it. It's got to be Bailey. I'll go Bailey. I will, um, I'll take the wild card, just for the hell of it. Yeah. I don't Even think... though I think it's going to stick on Bailey because I think the, the Sasha-Bailey feud will revolve around the title, but I'll go Tamina. All right, Jason? I'm going Bailey, because I, I know Bailey. I like Bailey. She's cool. Oh, yeah. She she's got she's she, she powerhouse. Oh, yeah, dude. Power bottom, dump truck. Totally, ba- totally a power bomb. Those <laughs> yeah. guys, I yeah. like those. Those are some 
Those thighs are something that runs in a family like mine, man. We got big thighs. Oh, yeah, that's there's nothing wrong with those big thighs. No, good for your back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, okay, we'll go Braun Strowman, current champ, versus Bray Wyatt. And this is a WWE Universal Championship, a rush story. Um, are you f- you familiar with either of these two, Jason? Yeah, you said Braun Strowman, right? Yeah, the huge guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Bray Wyatt's like the fiend guy that's like a crazy, you know, who really knows. I, I think you've seen some of the fiend lately at my place. Uh, he dressed up in a mask, but then Bray Wyatt's alter ego is like this Mr. Robin-style character. He has this thing called the Firefly Funhouse, which is like supposed to be a kids show, but it's it's twisted dimension. And so, did you just say Mr. Yeah. Robbins yeah, instead said, of Mr. Rogers? Yeah, he said Mr. Robbins. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. No, uh, I I didn't know that he had a. Oh no, I do remember the Mr. Rogers type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I I know exactly. Okay. Cool. Who you go? Who you going there, Jason? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going Bray. Okay, Bray title change. Yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't predicted it, man. I should have went to Mina. I think I'm gonna regret that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with, uh, I'm gonna stick with Braun, Jeff. Yeah, I'm too gonna have to go Braun just because he just got the title. Actually, okay. no, no, I'll go Bray. Okay, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this is how they're gonna pull a book of tea and ride the wave, <laughs> and they're, they're, this is how they're gonna make it ride. Is they're gonna give it to Bray for a while, and then Braun can legitimately win it back and stomp, stomp all over the place. It's so funny when you talk about wrestling and you and you just hear the names. <laughs> oh it's, yeah, it's one oh, of the yeah. it's one of the best parts of talking about wrestling. Yeah. okay all right so you're going or no you're going bray you switched it all right i'll i'll stay braun i'm going i'm going wyatt baby okay i'll stay braun all right and then we got women's money in the bank uh that's gonna happen at the same time as the men's they're both the climb the corporate ladder uh match style so we got Asuka, Shayna baszler nia Jax, dana brooke Lacey Evans and uh, Carmella. I don't know if Jay knows any of those besides Asuka. I know Asuka, I know Nia Jax, I know Carmella. Yeah. Okay, Shayna Baszler's basically like a cheap Ronda Rousey MMA fighter. Okay. That's bitch. What ha- is Ronda gone? What's the deal with her? Yeah, she said. Yeah, she hasn't been seen since Becky whooped her ass last year at WrestleMania. <laughs> Okay, so she made like a career, like a career decision. She she bounce. Yeah, she she like said she was gonna. I don't know. Like rumors were said, she said she was gonna start a family, and then I don't I don't okay. know what the deal is. But then recently she started doing that thing where she like makes fun of wrestling again. And like before it was oh, like, yeah, before it was like it was a work, like it was just part of the show, which it still could be. So she might be making a comeback any day now. Who knows? Okay. Because she's doing it again. She's calling wrestling fake and doing that whole scene. Yep. Uh, Alright, Jeff, who do you got here? I think uh, 
hate the, that she's plowing through it, but I think Baszler's going to take this just to hang it over Becky or Charlotte in the future because, like, she can threaten with that briefcase and that can be her story since she's weak on the mic. So I'm going to go Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I just can't picture her carrying around that briefcase. No? No, <laughs> not really. Uh, Is that a briefcase woman to you? No. No. Kind of, kind of briefcase gal. Uh, let's see. No Dana Brooke. Carmella already did it. Lacey, no. I'm going to go Asuka. Hell yeah. Put me down for Asuka. Alright, who are you thinking, Jason? I'm going Nia Jackson. If you got, yeah, I'm going to go Nia. That's a solid pick. That's a solid pick. I like her. She's got, she's got spunk. She's cool. No, she is cool. But the problem with the big guy, or in this case the big girl, is that the other people in these matches always team up on him and eliminate him first. Yeah, you're right. It's that it's classic. Cla- it's classic. It's, yeah, it's been done yeah. since like the beginning of time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you always got to worry about that, especially with the Royal Rumble picks as well. But it's yeah, they gang up and they, they, they shoot him out. Yep. Uh, and then we got the uh, men's men's side, same match. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Junior the God, uh, uh, Alistair Black, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles. Nice. Uh, this I don't know. I've been I don't really know with this one. I keep switching my pick in my head. Uh. But I think I'm going to stick with my original pick and say Aleister Black. That's interesting because um, Black was on WWE backstage and like he was in his interview, he was basically talking like it's a shoot, like he's talking in real life. And they would ask him, like Renee would ask him a question, and he would just give a one-word answer. Like she would be like, "How are you feeling? Like, are you feeling nervous?" Are you feeling excited about this upcoming Money in the Bank match? He's like, no. There's an awkward pause. She's like, okay, well. He's like, not not really excitement, you know. I'm just doing it. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Hype your product. What are you doing? That's super weird. But, um, I don't know. He's, He's just a weird interview in general, so I can... See why he doesn't get much mic time outside of his little smoke and mirrors scenes. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's ready for the briefcase. So okay. I'm going to go with uh, recency bias in the latest entry. He has risen. AJ Styles back. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was what I was going back and forth between. But I didn't think that AJ needed needed the briefcase, you know. Well, without Gallows and Anderson, since WWE laid off Gallows and Anderson, he, he's got to have some spunk to keep him afloat. I think the briefcase is a perfect choice. Okay. Who, who, who are you thinking, Jason? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Jeff. I'm going AJ. I'm going Mr. Styles. I'm doing it. I like yeah. him. Oh, dude. I fucking marked out and we got a... I, this is a real story. This actually happened today. I went. I went to Kroger... To get some shit, and uh, I went to the uh, clearance section. Jeff, does your King Supers have a clearance? Yeah, they keep changing the location. It pisses me off because I don't know where to send people. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know, it's tough. They really do. They switch it all the time. But, uh, I, uh, went to the clearance section just to give it a quick browse, and there's one, I, I see it at the bottom, it's one WWE wrestling action figure. Oh my and god. And I was like, okay. So I, I bend over and look at it, it's AJ Styles. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I never had an AJ Styles figure. I'm like, I'm gonna buy this for sure. It was on sale. It was only like four fifty. So now I have a fucking now I have an AJ Styles action figure for no reason. Oh my god! Where are you gonna put it? I don't, I don't know. Like I still have. Is it the um? Is it the same style action figures that uh, we used to have when with Swanton stuff? Kinda. It's like it's like the newer version, obviously, because this is something they were selling. I guess. Does King Super have any uh, action figures? My knowledge. I've never seen that. Yeah. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> it's so funny. That's awesome. Because yeah. I, I always check out the clearance section, too. If I, like, saw a wrestling action figure, I'd probably buy it, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I did it... I, this is the second time I've done it. I did it, like, two years ago with a uh, Bam Bam Bigelow action figure. Oh, nice. Because I was like, man, I never had Bam Bam Bigelow, and I loved him. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you have nothing to do with it. But I still have my collection, like, in my basement. So I used I to just throw them in the box, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome you have the collection. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you remember this, Eric. Oh, I know of course. Jeff does, but the brown bag of wrestlers, man. Of course. We've covered it on this podcast before, I believe. <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's a, I'm <laughs> It's an it's an infamous wrestling figure story. It's just a brown bag of wrestling figs that just up and disappeared. It uh, totally up and disappeared. I it, it's it's gone forever. It's just become just for me a euphemism for things that disappear. I, I mean, it's that's it. Yeah. It's like, well, it's brown bag wrestlers. That's it. Yeah. It's gone. The strangers. Like he's like, it just pulled a brown bag of wrestling figures. Like. <laughs> Like People have no fucking idea what I'm talking yeah. about. They're like, what is a psychopath? Yeah, like it's a no like, lost. And I have to explain the story, and they're like, oh, yeah. that's not that exciting. It's like, it was exciting to my friends and I when, I, when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like we were fucking, that was a lot, that's a lot of money, too. Like, was, oh, yeah. Those yeah. things were not fucking cheap. No, they weren't cheap at all. Actually, do we remember, like, how much were they? I... I don't know, Eric. I Maybe thought like, you got like three for twelve, something in that range. I was thinking two for fourteen or something, but maybe I don't know. But they were yeah. nonetheless. When yeah, you, to, for when you're a kid, they're expensive as shit. I mean, and then like Graham had the the ring, which was like astronomical to us. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the there was like a, a hell on a cell, I think, or like a cage. Oh yeah, they, we had the entrance, the Titan Tron, where you put their little heel on a little button and it made their song come on. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Salute to action figures. I, I still had to buy the AJ Styles, I, don't ask me why, but it happened. That's alright, man. Yeah. yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's alright. I would have I done the same. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's almost, why not? That's yeah, it's like almost like... Of, I don't even know. I mean, it's like it was there for you for a reason or something. It's weird. It's like, why is yeah. there just an AJ Styles? Okay, yeah, I think I have to buy it. God damn. Are there any more uh, matches to predict, Sauce Balls? No, that's it, brother. It's only six matches. 
I, I count five. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, I missed one. Uh, Drew, okay. <laughs> Drew, we got Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. It was almost totally forgotten uh, for the uh, WWE Championship. I, oh, yeah, even though I I haven't picked a title change, which is dumb as hell, I have to go DMAC 2020. DMAC, could somebody describe him to me briefly? I, I feel like I know this guy. Is he... Yeah, he's like a real tall, uh, uh, is he Scottish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, real yeah, tall I, Scottish. Yeah, I, I remember him. Um, I'm going Rollins, dude. I'm doing it. Tighter oh, chip, title change? Okay. Alright. You know, Rollins is a heel now, Jay. It's fine, I like Rollins. I think he'd be okay as a heel. He's a little, little whippersnapper. <laughs> he is good at being a heel. Okay, so that's, that's for sure it, Jeff. What's that? I said that's for sure it. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure what you about. I was right with that with predictions. So you're going D-Mac and I am as well. Yeah, but J- Rollins. yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for coming on with us, Jay. That was another sweet pizza fucking tr- pizza recipe. Grandma's pizza. Yeah, of course, guys. Oh. I mean, I, I'm happy to come on and talk about any kind of cooking. I, I, I cook other things, too. I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Feel free to, to do whatever you want, man. Any- yeah, you can branch out next time if you want, Jay. We'll have you back for sure. <laughs> yeah, any, okay. anything. I don't give a shit. It's it's a good segment. I'm excited to try that pizza. Yeah, I'll, 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 and I'll jot some stuff down for you, Eric, and send it to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to can try I- that. It sounds delicious. Yeah, I mean it's tasty, and maybe I mean maybe next time we could, uh, I mean I could briefly touch on like a, like the the St. Louis thin crust, or like I guess the Illinois thin crust, whatever we want to do. Yeah. Or maybe do like a deep dish slash thin crust. Yeah, or up yeah episode down uh, episodes down the road you get into the Detroit that we talked about, or who knows? Provo- Dude, I just who knows? Thought, I just thought of it. The cheese that they use on the St. Louis pizza is called Prevel. Yes, Prevel. Yeah, that's what it's called. I don't even know what that. Yeah, I've never encountered it. I've had it. It's not. It's not like. Uh, you just have to know what you're getting into because it really caught me off guard. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And he's kind of like it's kind of like Velveeta, like a pro, like a super processed. It's just like it's Vel, yeah, it's like Velveeta, but worse, in my opinion. Oh but, my god! But maybe that's because well, like I grew up on the Velveeta, you know. I mean, so did I, Eric. I, I, we're, I mean, I, I eat yeah. a lot of Velveeta, dude. Yeah, I'm just saying, like maybe the if you're from St. Louis and you're used to the Prevel taste, you would think that's better, probably, you know. Yeah. But it's similar. Hundred no, percent. But it's similar, and that is the pizza cheese is a little odd, and it's all of it. You know, that's the only cheese they use. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not pass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thank you guys, um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for the old uh, Money in the Bank, dude. That sounds awesome. Yep, I don't know when I'm gonna watch it because we'll probably be over at my sister's house for Mother's Day. It's a Mother's Day Money in the Bank. Well, there's other money in the bank. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, I better get out of here and uh, get some shut-eye. All right.
Yeah. Good night, everybody. All Thanks right. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't it's understand. Start calling it. Now I don't, now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.